and welcome to the Direct Selling Success Podcast. I'm Anna Green and I'm here to share with you tips, tricks and training on network marketing done right. Thank you for listening. One of the things I get asked all the time in my membership, in my one-to-one coaching, on my Facebook group is why can't I recruit consistently? What is it that I am doing wrong? Why is recruiting so hard? Um, I can recruit, you know, three or four at once and then nothing for ages. I can recruit one or two and then I just can't do anything. Recruiting is my nemesis and it's I hear it over and over and over again. So I thought I would do this podcast all about what it is that is stopping you from recruiting consistently. What is it that is holding you back from getting those regular, consistent recruits each and every month? And I'm going to give you a few things that you probably aren't aware of that you are either doing or not doing and something that you can do to change that so that you can go away from this podcast and get your recruiting up to a level with which you love. So the first thing that you're probably not doing is you're not planting enough seeds. What do I mean by this? I mean, you're not dropping the hint enough. Do you talk about the fact that people can do what you do enough? Do you do that consistently? Are you always talking about the fact that people can do what you do? Do people know you are building a team? Do people know that they might be the sort of person that would be good at this? Do they know that actually this will solve their problems? Do they know that they can earn from doing this? Do they know that they can get discounted products or better value or that it might solve this huge big problem for them that they have? Do you talk about it enough? If you are not talking about it enough, you're not going to get enough recruits through. If you're not talking about it consistently and only bringing it up at certain times of the year, you're not going to have that consistency that you want. So the first thing that you can do to change this is by getting out there and talking about it more and talking about it in a way that benefits them. The second thing, maybe potentially, that you might not be doing is talking to enough people. Are you always growing your audience? Do you often have new people seeing what you're doing or are you selling and marketing to the same people all the time? If you want to recruit consistently, you have to consistently grow your customer base. When you consistently grow your customer base or your audience, you are going to be able to introduce your opportunity to join your team to more people and that in itself is going to give you more consistency when you are planting those seeds to people. The third thing, do you create enough opportunities to talk about what you do? It's all well and good meeting loads and loads of people but if they don't have an opportunity to talk to you about it, you're going to really, really struggle to get that consistency where you want it to be. What do I mean by creating opportunities? I mean making chances for you to talk about what you do. Do you regularly have conversations with your audience? 
do you regularly um, have personal chats with them? Do you compliment them? Do you thank them? Do you um, chat in the comments of, of posts? Do you, uh, when you are out and about, meet people and, and get your opportunity into conversations? When you are at a fair or an event, for example, do you have a vacancy sign on your table? Do you put posts out asking people questions that might lead to conversations about joining the company? When you create opportunities to have conversations about recruiting, you are going to recruit more because you're making people more aware of it. You are giving people a chance to ask you or to even question you about it. It's really important to make sure that on a regular basis, you are consistently creating opportunities. The next thing, the fourth thing, <laughs> if you're creating opportunities for conversations, are you then offering people the chance to join? The more you offer, the more likely you are to convert somebody. Not everybody is going to say yes, and that's okay. But putting the offer out there to people will give you so much more chance of a yes. And if you do this on a consistent basis, you are much, much more likely to be able to get more people to join. So follow up with people. If you plant the seeds and somebody comments or likes or shows interest, follow it up offer that opportunity to join and tell them why it's going to be good for them. Tell them what problems it solves. Tell them what results they can get from it. Tell them how much fun it is. Tell them your experience of it. If you're creating opportunities to have these conversations, offer, offer that chance. Think about it in a bit of a different way than asking someone to join your team. Think about it much more of an opportunity for them to do something that's going to benefit them. What is the thing that is going to benefit them? What, what problem does it solve? Why would they want to join? Offer it in that way from a serving and solving point of view than a sale, than that whole come and join my team. Why would they want to join your team? They want to do it for themselves. So put it across as offering them an amazing opportunity to earn that extra cash that they need. Join a community that is so much fun. Get their products that bit cheaper. What's the benefit for them to join and offer it in that way instead? The fifth thing, and I see this so often in the network marketing industry, people in the network marketing industry who struggle to recruit are often making their job look hard. Do you make what you do look blooming difficult? <laughs> If it looks too complicated, if it looks like it's going to be really hard work, if it looks like you're always busy and always stressed and always running around like a blue-bottomed what's-it, honestly, people will not want to join. Why would you want to join to do something that isn't fun, that isn't profitable, that isn't simple? Make your job look simple. We know it's not an easy industry to be in. But it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. It can be a simple thing. And I often say it like this. I, my members, my Success Lounge members will know, I say all the time, this job is so simple. We sell stuff, we recruit others, and we teach them to do the same. 
three things that's the whole industry in a nutshell why do we overcomplicate it so much but if we can make it look easy and simple for the for the newest person coming in they're going to be much more likely to join much more likely to join because they are finding something that they think they can repeat that is going to fit in with their lifestyle if you're working all the hours under the sun and traveling you know 100 200 miles a day or you're on social media for six hours and you're constantly posting like 15 times a day on your group they're going to go oh i can't do that if everything's slick and professional and and you know the ins and outs of every single piece of product that you've got and the prices and the page numbers on the catalog and you know if you know everything somebody looking in on that is going to go i can't do what she does there's no way I can do what they're doing. Not a chance. It's not for me. I can't be like you. And they'll just brush it off. Actually, what you want is you want to make mistakes and you want to look normal and you want to just be you. People follow me on social media. People um, like to learn from me in my training and in my membership because I am so repeatable. These podcasts aren't super slick. I don't do massive amounts of editing in them. My training when I go live is me sat on my sofa or at my office desk. It's nothing flash. It's not swish. It's just me simplifying the industry. You need to do the same. You need to make it repeatable, whatever level you are in the company, so that people can repeat what you do and think they can be where you are. So make it much more simplified. Stop making it look difficult. The sixth thing. <laughs> when we are struggling to recruit, there is this thing that goes on in our brain, especially when we are aiming for a, a big promotion, free holiday, next incentive, whatever it might be. We feel that pressure. We feel that, oh, no, I've got to get this. I need four more recruits. I need that last recruit and I can't get them and I don't know what to do. And everything just goes a little bit desperate. <laughs> when you are desperate, when you put pressure on yourself to recruit, when you want the recruits so badly, everything you do to try and get them comes across wrong everything your posts come across wrong that's when those join my team posts start to to appear in your feed um that's when you start to beg people to join it, and it, everything just sounds spammy when you get to that stage and if you get to that stage just take a step back and actually remember what this recruiting stuff is all about it's not about you However much you want that promotion, you want that next incentive trip, it is not about you. Recruiting in the network market industry should be about them. It's about what it can do for them. What a difference it's going to make to them. And every single time you put anything out there about somebody joining, make it about them. Solve their problems get them results. Don't ever think about it as you because when you start to feel that desperation and that pressure and you want it so badly that you start asking people to join your team, that's when you know it's gone horribly, horribly wrong. 
this should all be about the other people, the other people that you're wanting to bring in and the reason that it's going to help them to do so. And when you take that step back from that desperation and that pressure and you rephrase and reframe everything, you will start to recruit more consistently because you will be serving rather than begging. And it, it will make such a difference. So when you get that desperation, just you know, write the post and reread it and just think, actually, do I sound desperate? Do I sound like I am pushing for a sale, pushing for a recruit? Okay. Number seven, the seventh thing, and this is probably one of the biggest things that I I didn't do way back when. And if you've listened to any of my other trainings, you'll know my story. I joined the network marketing industry, how long ago? 17 years ago, back in 2005. And I was incredibly successful. From the very beginning, I was successful. Um, it didn't come easily. I worked really, really hard to get it. But I was missing out on a huge, big part of what I should have been doing from the very beginning. I was failing to follow up. I was very, very good at talking to people. I was very, very good at bringing in new customers, bringing in new recruits, but I was not following up. I was missing out on all those opportunities to have conversations with other people that potentially weren't ready to come to me. I was not following up, following up properly with my customers. I wasn't um, following up with people who had parties for me. It was a party plan company I was with. I wasn't following up from people I met at events. <laughs> I wasn't following up with people I met in the street, uh, in the street, in, in the, like the real world, you know, at, at cafes and, and shopping and, you know, the supermarket checkout and the school run like you do. You know, you, we talk to these people when we're out and about, don't we? Um, but I wasn't following up. And it wasn't until three or four years into the business that actually I realized that, that I was missing out on so much stuff. And the day that I started my follow-up system um, was the day that um, my business changed forever. And I doubled my business within six months. It made that much of an impact. Just those little follow-up conversations follow up with people. If somebody says, oh, I'm not ready, wait till the summer and I'll do it in the summer or after Christmas or whatever it might be, follow up then. If somebody says to you, oh, well, I'll have a think about it. It's not for me at the moment, but I'll have a look or you have a, a, a chat with them about joining and they go, oh, I'll go and talk to my hubby. I'm not so sure. Don't wait for them to come back to you. Follow it up. Always follow up. It is not spammy. It is not awful. It's not awkward. It's not icky. If you're following up for a reason, and it's a good reason, and that is because, you know, you've had a conversation and you're just checking in. <laughs> it's okay to follow up. Follow up is good. Follow up isn't always what you think it is. Follow up doesn't have to be a spammy sales driven thing. Follow up with people. It's good customer service. So do it. And do you know what? You will start to recruit more consistently. And then the last thing, number eight, is the mindset behind this. Oh, my goodness me. We all have such mindset blocks when it comes to recruiting. What, whatever level of recruiting you're at, if you are, you know, smashing recruiting out of the park, 
there will be something blocking you from doing more than you are doing now. There, will, there is always something. Whatever level you get to, there's always something. So if you are telling yourself you can't recruit, you won't be able to because you're telling yourself you can't. If you tell yourself you can't, you won't. Uh, if you're saying to yourself, I struggle to recruit, recruiting is my nemesis, all those things that I was saying right at the beginning, those things that people come to me and say, why can't I recruit consistently? Because you're telling yourself you can't. You're telling yourself that it's a struggle. You're telling yourself these negative things and it self-fulfills. So actually, if you start to change the way you look at recruiting and start to change the words that you tell yourself about it, things will start to change you will not find it as difficult anymore. It takes some time and it takes a little bit of practice. And it might even take some training and mentoring for some from somebody like me or a mindset coach to, to help you with this. But actually, when we start to think about recruiting in a different way and start to get over the blocks that we put up in front of ourselves, you will start to recruit consistently. For example, um, there was a lady and she was convincing herself that nobody wanted to join. But what was actually happening was nobody wanted to join because she was putting her messaging out there as if she didn't expect anybody to say yes. So she was saying things like, I don't suppose you'd want to join. I don't suppose this is for you, is it? Is anybody ever going to say yes to, to a question like that? they're not so she was already convincing her customers that they didn't want to do it i've had various other people tell me that they can't recruit for whatever reason and one lady said she couldn't recruit um and the reason that she couldn't recruit after um, a one-to-one -one coaching session with her was that she wasn't putting it out there because she was too afraid to talk to anybody about it because she thought that her friends would think she was spammy so it wasn't that she couldn't recruit. The thought, the mindset problem was that she couldn't actually bring herself to say anything to anybody because she didn't want to come across as that icky, spammy network marketer that we all hate. But actually, when we reframed it and we had a one-to-one -one and had a conversation about it, it turned out that that you know that that thing that was blocking her was was all herself and when we sat down and, and worked through it she realized that actually if she came across from that serving point of view and from that customer service actually this will help you these are the things that will you know solve these problems for you all you need to do is you know have a conversation with me about doing what I'm doing she could do that she just didn't want to ask she didn't want to come across as that like pestery salesperson when it comes to recruiting so there's, there's so many things that go on in our brain that stop us from moving forward. And it's worth sitting down and, and writing down how you feel about recruiting. So maybe like a brainstorm sheet, write down how you feel about it. Because when you start to, to notice the things that you're telling yourself about the recruiting, that's when you can start to change and reframe the things in your brain. Um, but so many of these things are solvable so if you aren't recruiting consistently and this is something that you want to do, have a look at these eight points. Are you doing any of these things? Are you not doing any of these things? Do you want to change some of it? And if you do and you're not sure where to start, come and find me. You can get in touch with me um, through my Facebook, which is Dark.
direct selling success with Anna Green. You can find my website, thesuccesslounge.podia.com. Um, and you can also find me um, on um, TikTok, direct selling success, Instagram, direct selling success. Um, and you can even email me, which I'm sure you'll be able to find somewhere amongst all those things. But please do get in touch. If you are struggling with your recruiting, there is no need to, to make it so hard. There are ways in which we can help you um, get over whatever it is that's stopping you and get these people coming into your team on a regular basis. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do follow me, like and comment and give me a rating. I'm fairly new to this world of podcasting, so I would love your feedback. Um, and uh, yeah, look out for next week's episode coming your way soon. See you later. Bye.